Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. but awesome. This awesome. is crazy. Hey. Welcome. I know a lot of you have come from really far away. So, how many of you came from Manhattan? Oh my god, you made the trip all the way here. That's and so crazy. And you made crazy. it alive. Incredible. How many uh, from Staten Island? Do we have some Staten Islanders? Oh, I know this girl. Yes. Hi, Amelia. What about Connecticut? We have people from... Yes! Amazing. How about uh, Massachusetts? We have some Boston people. So crazy. Anyone from farther? Anyone from farther? Anyone away? from further than that? Queens! Queens! Oh shit! You made it! We are so happy that you're all here. Alright, we're gonna have a should have been gay for you all today. If you've heard the podcast, you know what we're gonna talk about. All wait, of the things. Wait, wait, what if they haven't heard the podcast and they don't even know who the hell you are? Oh, who am I? Hi, I'm Ellie, and I'm one of the co-hosts of Let's Hang Out. I'm Lee, I'm the other co-host of Les Hangout. And we have some amazing guests here today to talk about things that should have been gay. So, uh, hint, it's everything. <laughs> yeah, everything, literally everything. Everything should have been gay. So, want to bring up our first guest, Lee? Uh, I would love to bring up our first guest. So our first guest, uh, if you do not know her, she is a stand-up comedian. She is the co-host of another excellent lesbian podcast called Diking Out. Please welcome Carolyn Bergier to the stage. Hi. Oh, hey. Hey. How's it going? Uh, oh, we're like, we're so ready for you already. In all her glory. All right. So our, our first should have been gay. And, and when we do should have been gay, we like to start with a quick intro for anyone who hasn't been alive for the past 20 years and has not seen uh, SVU ever. But just on the off chance, what I have <clears throat> in front of me with my excellent lost voice today is uh, the IMDb synopsis for SVU. <laughs> so... <laughs> If you're all ready, the IMDb synopsis is, the Special Victims Unit, a specially trained squad of detectives in the NYPD, investigate sexually related crimes. Dunk dunk. Dunk dunk. Yeah. Okay. Um, we also then like to give our gay synopses for the shows. Yes. So, I think Carolyn should, should start. Should What's you your start gay synopsis? Off? Carolyn, do you have a gay synopsis for SVU? So it's a show that's gone on for 20 seasons about a lesbian cop. <laughs> Yes, who has a lot of empathy, um, but doesn't have time to explore her her lesbian self uh, as she should. 
So um, all of that energy gets channeled into a lot of uh, workplace sexual tension with female judges and ADAs. Excellent, uh, excellent. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it is, did you know, it is the second longest running scripted network show yes. in the US? You yes. probably did. Of course you do, yeah. I do know yeah. that. We, we invited Carolyn to talk about SVU because she's a little bit of an expert. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I am a big fan of uh, Mariska Hargitay, uh, who is who is uh, straight in real life, and that's okay. Some of them exist. Uh, straight people. <laughs> Are there any here? Are a thing. Are there any straights? Sorry, I hear they like to watch. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's All okay. Right. <laughs> okay, but. <laughs> but wait, wait. We do still you, love you. Do you have a gay synopsis, Ellie? Yes. Okay. My gay synopsis is, the Law & Order SVU team investigates why Olivia Benson isn't a lesbian on this show. (laughs) Okay, my gay synopsis, uh, heartbroken after losing the love of her life, Alex Cabot, Detective Olivia Benson dates every ADA in New York. Yes. (laughs) Yeah? All all acceptable. Good? Yeah. Okay. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so you, you sent us some... Things we have some arguments to be made, but yes. I think the first step is who do we think is gay? Who should have been gay? Uh, give me. It's a, just done. We've, I mean, we've covered this. Yeah, Olivia Benson, twenty seasons. She's the only character who's been on, I believe, since the the first season of the show um, until now, twenty seasons in. And I mean, especially the one middle bottom <laughs> there. There's really Does anyone have that outfit on right now? You might notice a resemblance to, you know. <laughs> right? That the, the haircut. I yeah. As I was looking through, I'm like, Lee. Yeah. Um, it's it's what they call I stand a, open, a gay icon. Open shut case in uh, in the special victims unit. That Olivia Benson is a lesbian. Her nails are short and tidy. <laughs> Her shoes are practical. <laughs> She wears tank tops to bed. <laughs> um, she only goes on dates during like daylight, which is like clearly she's not interested. Like that's <laughs> the time she's no one's going home with anyone. Daylight. Yeah, she's yeah. not leaving room to go home with men. <laughs> um, and I, I mean, obviously, it's not just the short haircut, but also the short haircut is. Um, Obvious and the leather jackets. What? Oh, this one, the vest. Uh, <laughs> like the, the vest at home. Like who's wearing a vest? <laughs> it's her pajama vest. Yeah. yeah, it's like our yeah. sleep vest. Yeah, it's her pajama vest. <laughs> um, she has uh, she has one kid who's adopted. Who adopts kids? Lesbians. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we're we're building a strong case here. I think a strong case. Yes. Yeah. Um, some, some lesbians on the internet have, uh, done a deeper dive and noticed, um, her wearing maybe the jewelry of one of her lovers, uh, after she departs from the show. Wait, wearing Alex's? Her necklace. Yes. Very similar. Yeah. Alex. Okay. Yeah. So should we, should we lay, lay the groundwork a little bit? Well, lay the groundwork, but, but let me say, uh, so, so not only like, is she obviously gay, but even like <laughs> uh, Mariska believes that Olivia is gay. Uh, there is a clip of her on Conan saying that she gets stopped on the street uh, in New York a lot. And when she's like with her boyfriend, now husband, and people are like, wait, I thought you were a lesbian because of her character. Yeah. 
And she's like, yeah, everyone thinks I'm a lesbian because of Olivia. And not saying, but Olivia's not, a, there, there's no, right, there's, <laughs> there, there's no tag to that. She just leaves it there that like, yes, obviously people are going to think she's a lesbian in real life because she plays one on TV. Right. <laughs> um, so before we get into the epic love story of her and ADA Cabot, um, there is an episode of Law and Order SVU and it is season uh, 11 starring Kathy Griffin, um, and it is an episode written by somebody who clearly hates lesbians. If anybody has seen this episode, it is written by someone who has an agenda against lesbians, um, but there, there's some interesting stuff that goes on in this episode. You, so. you might be fooled by this packed room, but like some people don't love lesbians. Yeah, <laughs> some people. Shocking, shocking. Yeah, whoever wrote this episode, uh, which I did look up, it is a man. So, uh. surprise, surprise. Paint us a word picture. So, basically, Kathy Griffin plays this militant lesbian uh, who is saying, like, people are trying to kill lesbians in New York uh, in Hell's Kitchen and is the voice of this, this cause and the SVU, like, they're not allies and they're not doing enough and whatever, but then all of a sudden, like, she becomes uh, a target. So Olivia has to offer her protection and stay at her apartment. And then this is where uh, Kathy Griffin's character, Babs Duffy. <laughs> Let me repeat Babs Duffy, lesbian, famed lesbian of Hell's Kitchen, Babs Duffy. Uh, you need the last name because there are so many lesbian Babses out there. Too, yes, just, too many Babses. Yeah. <laughs> Starting with Streisand. All right. Um, Should have been Next gay. Next one. Hashtag. Yeah, hashtag should have been gay. Streisand. All right. Um, yeah. So, of course, Babs reads Olivia the correct way and puts the moves on her. Right? Uh, and, and tries to, to kiss her. But also, Babs is like the worst person. Like, she's so obnoxious and like not desirable at all. Just, just so obnoxious. So, Olivia is like, whoa, you know, that's not on the menu. She says that. That's quote. That's not on the menu. <laughs> Which, like, why isn't it Olivia? Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, so she stops her. And, and then, like, lets her down gently and is like, oh, it's, it's not you. It's because I'm straight, which is clearly a lie. Again, this is written by someone who hates lesbians, so this is the first time. And has time. never seen the show. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, clearly. Okay. Clearly. And has Olivia saying she, she's straight. But then uh, Babs is like, but the heart wa wants what it wants, and you can't help your feelings. And then, like, Olivia kind of goes with it. Like, she doesn't, she so doesn't say, kiss. like, no, no, I, no. But mm. she doesn't say... And, and I'm glad they don't, because Babs, like, get over yourself. But, uh, like, that was a non-consensual kiss she was going for. Uh, Olivia was, you know, saving it for the ADAs. You don't just... Yeah. You don't just, just kiss any cop Babs without... Olivia's yeah. not the kind of lesbian who's going to have a side piece. Let's no. Right. No. Yeah. Definitely not. So, anyway... That, that happens, and then she, she doesn't double down on being straight or whatever. She, she leaves the uh, apartment, and then uh, when they get the perp, if you've seen Law & Order, that's what they call them, <laughs> the perp. Uh, she gets the perp, and then she pretends to be a lesbian to get him to confess that he's been uh, targeting lesbians, and let me tell you, uh, she's a good actress, but not that good. Like, it was very convincing. Uh, her 
pretending to be a lesbian. But then the, the best part of, of it is that she comes out of there. Like, so it works. He confesses. And Stabler is like, yeah, you put on a great show, Olivia. Or I think. <laughs> Was it? Because they've been partners forever. She's never shown signs of being into him. And he's like, yeah, it would make sense if she was gay. <laughs> like, we work so closely. I'm constantly signaling that I'm not happy in my marriage. <laughs> like, we're in these very intense situations together, and, like, nothing is happening. Uh, so even Stabler is like, yeah, I'm, I don't think she was just uh, pretending. But there's also, is there something about... Uh, Female cops who are so obviously gay, but yeah, they refuse to make them all gay. Them. All, all, all of them. No, this is where I'm going with yeah. it, right? Yeah. It's like she also plays undercover lesbian. And you just feel like the writers must be like, well, I mean, obviously, but we can't make you gay. We'll just have you sort of pretend very convincingly that you're gay. I think it's a thing. It is a thing. It is a thing. And like Brooklyn Nine-Nine was the first show to be like, all right, like, can we just right. call a spade a spade and... Uh, Call a spade a bisexual. Yeah, yeah, call a spade a bisexual. <laughs> it's about <Right>. time <laughs> we do this. We should call Hashtag all bisexual spades. <laughs> yes. Start it, spread it. It's a new thing. <laughs> um, speaking of Rizzles, though, because, uh, I mean, I, I do want us to get to Alex me? and... Uh, yeah, oh, Alex yes. and Olivia. Alex oh. and Olivia, but I... Because, yeah, I'm going to uh, just jump us to this slide. <laughs> so these are two other uh, famous ADAs on the show. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I will forgive everyone if you're not familiar with all 20 years of SVU history. <laughs> um, but on the left here, we have... Hold on, I have her name written down. Serena, Serena Sutherland. Sutherland. <laughs> yes. Um, Serena Sutherland, who I, is actually a lesbian. Gay icon. Okay. Based on one line. Yes. So one line of the show. I have a whole theory on okay. her. Okay. So so she wasn't Law and Order SVU. She was like regular Law and Order. Yeah. But she was on Law and Order like regular the same time, same exact time overlap here of Alex Cabot. So there are two oh. ADAs in the in the world, right? Existing at the same time and leaving at the same time. Coincidence? No. So <laughs> Now, now, the whole time, like, n no, nobody likes her, so, like, clue one that she's probably gay. Uh, I don't make the rules. I find lesbians very likable. Other people, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, she's not very likable, and then she's also, like, not great at her job. And uh, so she's, she's getting fired by Fred Thompson, who has, like, I don't know, the energy of a corpse uh <laughs> former gop candidate fred thompson for <laughs> r.i.p uh and uh she gets she gets let go by him and uh she goes is this because i'm a lesbian first mention yeah in, <laughs> she's in on the show for four, or, yeah. four years first mention is it because i'm a lesbian and then he's like no of course not, no. So he's not surprised at all that she's a lesbian, like everybody else watching. Like he is the only person who is not surprised by this, which means he knew that she was a lesbian because she was either like doing it with Olivia or Alex <laughs> or both. In, in case you're wondering, usually the first person you come out to is your boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that too. Yeah. It's nice and safe. Um, but also Elizabeth Rome, anyone who, you know, is into like gay media 
prison. Going down the lesbian rabbit going hole. Going down like the lesbian I have a thing I like to do called going down the lesbian rabbit hole. Is that um, sexual? It's played, or? By, <laughs> <laughs> played by Elizabeth Rome. Uh, you might also recognize Elizabeth Rome if you watch Jane the Virgin, uh, where she plays Rose's like fake face. Face. Fake yeah. mask yeah. face. Yeah, who's also a lesbian. Lesbians everywhere. Yep. Um, and on the right over here, Angie Harmon playing another ADA, Abby Carmichael. Yep. Uh, who you might also recognize as Jane Rizzoli, yeah. AKA the other gayest detective on TV. Yes. <laughs> so I'm just saying, I, case, closed. case closed. Case closed. Yeah. Done. But now, okay, now we can jump to... Yeah, let's talk about Alex. Let's, let's talk, talk Alex. about Alex. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's Look do at it. all these gifts. Here's some gifts. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, if, I if particularly go, love the one with the on. short hair. The, just, the, this gift, I will say, it's not her and Olivia, it's her and Judith Light, but like, she's lusting after Judith Light as any woman with blood pumping through her veins would be. All right? Judith Light is very hot on Law & Order. She is a hot judge. Thank you. She's she's still the boss of my heart. Uh, I mean, look at that face. That okay, and look at that hug. Who hugs their friends like that? Who hugs their the closed eyes? Uh, <laughs> holding on a little yeah, this, too long. The staring. Just yeah, the too staring. long. Yeah, that's for sure part of the drinking game. Can we all drink for that staring gift, please? Yes. Cheers. Thank you. Okay. Wait, can you go to the other gifts? Yes. It's just okay. They're on a date. <laughs> oh, another date. Another date. When was the last time you just like watched ice skating with a friend of yours, right? Uh, another extended hug. Another another angle on the date, or maybe a third date. I don't know. Uh, too many episodes to to watch for me to really notice. They're on those dates. Together. At what time of day? Right. <laughs> oh, at, at night time. At night. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Daytime. You gotta date the men during the day. Yeah. Evenings are saved for Alex, okay? <laughs> Evenings are for Alex. So, so Alex is, is an ADA. Um, she has a lesbian voice. That's, <laughs> what is a lesbian voice? Like, what's, you know, it's like, are, you have one? Yeah. <laughs> That's my gay Aunt Meg. Hey. <laughs> it's, it's very rich and sapphic. And... Um, she, she also wears glasses a lot. 50% um, of women who wear glasses are queer. That's <laughs> true, true fact. True, true fact. fact. So that's more, that's more evident. And, and that's, I see some of you out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so Alex uh, also like leaves the show, but then like keeps coming back and then leaves again and then keeps coming back. Oh, does that sound like every relationship you've ever had? <laughs> With a woman, <laughs> right? They can't, like, she had to fake her death to get away the first time. <laughs> Literally had to fake her death and go into witness protection to get away from Olivia. Um, and it was crazy. So, so what happens is, uh, at, you know, they're just after like four or five seasons of a lot of sexual tension between her and Olivia, a lot of, a lot of push pull there. Um, Alex is in danger, and there is an attempt made on her life, and then uh, it—it's it, almost—it's um, like the seeing red episode in Buffy. Um, you know, like Alex gets shot, Olivia's like 
putting pressure on the wound and doing everything she can. And, um, and, and then the, I really thought that we were going to get like the dark willow version of Olivia Benson <laughs> veins um, and everything. Yeah. Veins. I wanted veins and dark magic. Look, there's nothing gayer than a detective suddenly being like, I'm a witch. Yes. <laughs> Is that not the plot twist we all want yes. in law and order? <laughs> Because we're, we're on to you, Law & Order. The celebrity is the perp. We get it. We get it. After 20 seasons, we figured out the riddle that whoever's famous in the episode did it. Uh, and yeah, so anyway, uh, she faked her death, and then, but like, could not just leave and go into witness protection. She had to let Benson and like kind of Stabler know. And this goodbye is like the most emotional goodbye and like the the pain and loss and like Olivia asking like, when are you gonna be back? And it's like, probably never. It, it's a lesbian breakup. It's a lesbian <laughs> breakup scene. It's one of the most intense lesbian breakup scenes I've ever seen on TV. Uh, and then they put her in a, in a big car and. Okay, ranking, here we have like Xena and Gabrielle when Xena dies. Where, where are we putting this? I mean, even, even, okay. I would say it's pretty even. It's pretty close. I, it, it, except she's, Alive, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Besides that, I mean, yeah. Zena comes back, so yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not the last time. Yeah, she, they die a couple times. So. Yeah, it's I can't keep <laughs> yeah. track. Yeah, too many lesbians dying. Like, okay, so so that will be like the one like evidence against this is that uh, she doesn't get killed. Like, if Alex had died, I'd have been like, oh, of course she's a lesbian. Like, killed yeah. at the peak of her. Yeah, yeah. Story Hashtag arc. bury your gaze. Yeah, bury yeah. your gaze. Yeah. It happens. Um, all right. I think it is time for us to, to come into ship ships. names. Yeah. Yes. Do you have any final, any final words before the ships? Um, I, I will say that they do um, allow Olivia to be uh, a lesbian finally in season 13. And uh, her and her partner actually go to a sperm bank to get sperm. Um, they say it's part of an undercover investigation. <laughs> but... <laughs> Don't, like, don't sh- they all? Yeah, show me the receipts. Yeah. Show me the receipts <laughs> that she was forced to do that for work and did not walk away with sperm, okay? <laughs> like, a couple seasons later, she shows up with Noah and says he's adopted, but I'm like, mm. Mm. It's a little suspect. It's a little suspect. Amazing. So what are your top ship names? for? And what's the ship we're doing? We obviously are Alex it, and Olivia. What's, what's the ship what's the we're ship? doing, she what asks. Yeah. <laughs> Who could guess? Obviously, okay. So um, there, there is an existing ship yeah, you were name, telling us and, and I disagree, and it's a uh, Cabenson. Rolls right off the tongue. No. Um, okay. Do you have some alternative? I do. Suggestions. Benbot. Oh, I like right. Benbot. Benson yeah. and Cabot. Benbot. Like um, Alexia. Okay. Mm. It's kind of a name, though. It's kind of a name. I, I Alexia. also thought Olivia. Al- Olivia. Olivia. Oh, I thought Olivia. Oh. <laughs> you like you went from one to the other to back. Yeah, yeah. I like it like a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Oh, like Olivia's sandwiched. Yeah, I like in it. Alex's. Mm-hmm. On. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Good. Or Balix. That's like last name plus Balix. first name. Okay. Yeah. I like. Yeah. 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 Or Babbitt. These are obviously better Babbitt. than Cabenson. Obviously. Yeah. I, I'm gonna go with Benbot. I think Benbot. 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 All right. Yeah. What is? What do we think, Lee? What's another? I, I kind of like Benbot. We need one more. Uh, we need, I like we need Olivia a, com- X, We need a competing then. option. Okay, Benbot and Olivia X. All right? Olivia this is the audience participation Ooh. portion. Are we ready? 
All right. So we have two ship names, Benbot and Oliviax. All right? <laughs> I want you to scream as loud as you can whenever I say one of them, and we'll decide by applause what is the winner okay. of this ship name duel. Here I'm we so go. Ready. All right. First, we have Benbot. Okay. Now we have Oliviax. Fine. I don't know. I kind of think Oliviax. I think Oliviax won. It's Oliviax. Amazing. It, Thank you. It sounds, Thanks, like, it sounds like a sister to Olivia Cruz's. I yeah, get it. Yeah. I get why. I love it. I love uh, it. And if they are, we should be sponsored by them. Yeah. 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 We're sponsored by Olivia X. This episode. Uh, I just, before we, before we, uh, Send Carolyn off. I just want to say, if you don't follow Diking Out's Instagram, oh, uh, there the the main reason that you should know you are an expert in this. Mm. Um, some of you may know a little social media things called Woman Crush Wednesday. If you've heard of it, Diking Out has a very special Woman Crush Wednesday. Woman Crush Wednesday. Um, every week we consider every Wednesday. all of the women in the world, and every week we come back with Mariska Hargitay. <laughs> <laughs> every single week. Every it week. is a gift. It is beautiful. It's beautiful. You should check it out. Um, you should also check out Diking, diking out. out. Yeah, and, and Carolyn in general. Yeah. It's Carolyn. And just Carol. check out Carolyn. Like, follow her home. Thank you, you know? so much, Carolyn. Thank you for having me. All right, we have our next guest coming up, Jess Tom. They perform all over and have been featured on Time Out a lot. <laughs> Come on up, Jess. <laughs> Get on up here. And there's a lot more people in here than I thought there were. You all just materialized. Oh my God. What's That's up, awesome. guys? Lesbians just appear out of the ether sometimes. It yes. happens. In Brooklyn. Uh, so, so Jess just delighted us because when we sent out to our guests requesting, you know, what, here are some segment ideas that we have, because obviously we have a lengthy list of should have been gay topics that we could talk about. Um, it's called the list of any movie or TV show that has ever, ever been made yeah. in the history of the world. Um, and so we sent out a couple options, and they sent us back one that wasn't on that list. Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera. And it's the only movie I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only one you need to see. Um, so I actually have a funny story about someone who I think that is true for. Uh, so, okay, Phantom of the Opera, for anyone who is not familiar, we are going to be focusing slightly on the movie, okay? This is, this is, okay, I... Sorry, I'm interrupting no, no, you. No, no, absolutely. It. This is an analysis that spans several mediums, but the strongest, <laughs> the strongest argument to be made is uh, within the movie. Although, however, if you wanted me to expand upon it, I could go into original lyrics, I could go into different cast recordings, I could do it. However, we are going to be talking about the movie today. Okay, so this is, is bigger than that. The 2004 <laughs> box office smash, uh, starring Gerard Butler, Emmy Rossum, 
Um, do you, do you, okay, how about, well, I know you have, you said you have a lengthy, lengthy history with this film. So I'm going to start with our background with the movie. Um, the movie specifically. And my favorite thing about my background for the movie is this came out uh, my freshman year in college. And my first year roommate, uh, very straight, um, I am pretty sure she, this is actually the only movie she has ever seen. She saw this, I'm not even joking, I think in theaters at least 20 times. Like, she just kept going back. See, I just, I really don't understand that. She's gay. <laughs> because, uh, my, this is peak, like, straight people. <laughs> but also, like, not... The movie's not great. Just, I'm sorry. It's really not. But it's not I saw, I've seen Phantom on Broadway like four times. I don't know why. It's a great, it's a great musical. It's not my favorite one, but it just happened like, you know, when you just go, go to a Broadway show and every time someone's like, let's go see this. Every time it was Phantom. Um, it's they never time stop putting it on. I mean, it's always there. But I do feel like it resonates with lesbians for some reason. Yeah. I think it's just like the mask. And my room. And like, <laughs> like the hiding, I don't know. <laughs> I just, she would come back to the room every other day and I'd be like, oh, where were you? I didn't think you had class now. And she's like, we went to see Phantom. It's like, you Why? just saw it yesterday again. Oh my God. Amazing. Jess, Jess what's your experience? My dream. <laughs> I wanted to see that movie 20 times in theaters and we'll get into why, but. Oh. Okay, tell, start us off your background with the movie a little bit. Okay, so uh, for anybody who, who is not familiar with Phantom of the Opera. Oh, like, wait, sorry, I have our synopses too. Go, go for it, go oh, for it. Well, in the case that you're not somebody's aunt, uh, <laughs> Phantom of the Opera is... <laughs> It is. It takes place in 1911 Paris in the Opera House, uh, and it is ostensibly a heterosexual love triangle between Christine, who is a ballet girl who becomes uh, like the opera star soprano, uh, Raoul, who is the man who's pr uh, presented to us as like the main hero, who is very manipulative and not good for her at all. And knew, knew her for 10 seconds when they were kids. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay. Um, and now has found her again. It's very creepy. And, um, and then there's the Phantom, who is a dark and mysterious mask-wearing man who lives under the opera house in the sewer and comes through her closet. <laughs> to talk to her sometimes. Very suspect, very suspect that these are the romantic male options offered to this heroine. You have, you know, like straight up pervert and like run of the mill manipulator. That, that is what we have here. Um, okay, can I, can I do our, our please, IMDb please. synopsis? Uh, okay, I think we've covered a lot of it, but just, just for good measure, just wanna give IMDb their due. They should sponsor us too. Uh, a young soprano becomes the obsession of a disfigured musical genius who lives beneath the Paris Opera House. He kidnaps the soprano and forces the owners of the play to keep her as the lead role of the play. I'm not sure who wrote the synopsis. It's not great. See, mine was better. Do you have a gay synopsis? <laughs> so, okay. I posit that if you read the movie through the character Meg, who's her best friend, who's also a ballet girl, it is actually an unrequited lesbian love tragedy. Woo! 
Yes. And that is what I posit today, and we will we will back it up okay. with evidence. Do you do you have a gay synopsis, Ellie? I mean, I said a little bit. I I feel like I wish that the Phantom was a lesbian. Obviously, very inappropriate relationship, but it's a toxic lesbian relationship between a masked woman and this ballet dancer. I like it. Yeah. I like it. He also pretends to be her dad. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. <laughs> Okay, I, uh, I wrote a very special gay synopsis for this one. Um, it's musical. Go figure. So you'll forgive my excellent, uh, excellent lost voice today, but <clears throat> here's my gay synopsis for Phantom of the Opera. Lesbian dancers, friends forever, blind to their own feelings. Both of the men are pretty awful. Go for the blonde angel. That was legit. Yes, yes. Always go for the blonde angel. That was for real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got it. <laughs> There's our synopsis. So let's start, right. let's start making the case let's for, dig in here. for Meg. Okay. So um, before, before we start the clips, uh, I just want to code everybody so that we know what we're looking for. We are looking at Christine, who is the protagonist. She has brown hair and Meg her best friend who is blonde. Those are the two types of women, all right? <laughs> okay. That is what we have here. No, 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 don't start oh, it yet. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That's, that's Nothing's what, happening. That's what we have, and, and that's how you can tell them apart. Uh, so, okay, so we're, the first clip we're gonna watch um, is it's Christine's like big star moment. She has just ascended dramatically from being like some ballet chorus girl that nobody cares about to like she's, she uh, has shown her talent to everybody as a singer and now she is debuting as the lead soprano. Um, so now, now, okay, now we can roll clip. Okay, so here we have Christine brown hair, right? Sorry, I'm standing. I feel I can't do it without standing. Brown hair. Okay, some men are looking at her lustfully, right? She's wearing all white. She's the straight one. This is an unrequited love story. Very you might virginal, see a lot of very heterosexual. Dress like this a lot. Yes, yeah. they do. That's what they look like at the, at the grocery <laughs> store. They have angels in the background, <laughs> putting gas in the car. Not this like us. We're going to hell. <laughs> okay, what what is this face right now? Pause. Can we pause? <laughs> here, here. Let's 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 roll back a little bit. Slow mo. Slow mo. No, we're we're good. We're good. We're totally good. Yes. <laughs> What's, what's happening? What's happening? All I'm saying is I was a high school theater queer that was made to do tech when really I wanted to be on stage. Yes. And I know what this luck looks like. I'm just saying I have made that look. There's also a little moment here where this is Madame Jury, the ballet teacher, who is Meg's mother, and she does a little, a little motherly, like, fix her hair, like, oh, my daughter is gay. And, um, <laughs> and that, that, I think, is, is a very strong moment. Okay, so, so that was Think of Me. That was maybe, maybe if I fix your hair, you'll find a man. <laughs> I don't 
we've, so all, we've all been there. I think it's supportive, but I think she's like, oh, honey, like, no, she's so straight. <laughs> That's what I think. I think it's... There's right, right, right. What is she Look doing? What is she looking at? What is she looking at? <laughs> I, I actually took the liberty of uh, going through and Right, there it. was more. Yeah. I had to cut these clips shorter than I wanted. There's so more. Here's a zoom, zoom in. What is she looking at? <laughs> See right, yeah, that's not that's not a straight look. Um, this one, the one underneath it, is even worse. Her eyes are glazed over. She like cannot walk right now. And I know because when I saw that movie, okay, I'm gonna age myself because you aged yourself. Okay. Saying when this movie came out for you, so it's only fair that I do as well. Um, when I saw this movie in the eighth grade, at this exact moment. Oh no, I'm old. <laughs> This was the face I was making. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah, it's a lot. There she is. In all her glory. All right, you, the next clip? So, in the next clip, uh, what has happened, the next clip is Angel of Music, and what has just happened here is Christine has confided in her best friend the secret that she thinks the ghost of her father is like teaching her how to sing. Very creepy, huge red flag. Um, but she is confiding in her best friend, and this is her best friend Meg's response. Again, brown hair, okay, blonde. Wait, wait, before you start the clip though, I just want to mention, um, I think this is the first time that Christine sings in beautiful harmony. That's true. With anyone in the movie. And who does she sing in harmony with? Meg. 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 Not the Phantom. It is her first duet. Not You're right. Raul. Oh my god, I've her never thought song. of that. Wow, I thought I knew everything about this. <laughs> so I'm just saying, setting the scene, this is our first beautiful pairing of voices for Christina Meg. Yeah. Okay. And not very often do we have female duets in musicals. No? Just That's saying, true. that are about love like this one is. So. Here we go. So, okay. Body language. What's happening? <laughs> Stories like this can't come true. She's also in like a night. Exactly. Yeah. Where is she leading her? Right. I don't know where they're going. Angel touching herself. We don't know why. You see, when it was Christine by herself, it was beautiful, angelic children and horses. When it's Christine and Meg, the angel's touching herself. What's going on? What's happening? Coded signs. Okay. Okay, let's, let's watch a little more. Surely she's not going to touch her any more than this. They're already holding hands. What? Are you touching your hand with her other hand? Okay, now pay attention. Don't be frightened. The gayest line. As, as she leads her away into the darkness. Don't yeah. be frightened. My God. Jeez. Uh, also, that that line right before that is your face, Christine. It's white. White is a color. You don't have to touch someone's face. 
to know that it's white. I'm just saying she's touching her a lot, and I also know what that's like. <laughs> and now I'm a grown-up, and I ask people before I do that. Okay, it is also important to note while you say you're a grown-up, they are not. She's supposed to be 16 in this movie. Yeah, which is why the only age-appropriate pairing for Christine is, is Meg. Meg. Everybody else is too old. I do, I do want to say, um, before we move on, just, just, just so everybody knows, I, uh, I don't identify as a lesbian. I identify as non-binary trans, which means I am trans, but I don't identify as a punk musician or a spoken word artist. And, um, but the, um, the Venn diagram between me and lesbian is intimate. So that is, that's where I'm coming from with over here. Okay, what's... Okay, so the, yes, there is one more clip. So in the last clip, I, I, there's, there's a lot of intro for this one. So this is the very end of the movie. And basically what's happened is the Phantom has kidnapped Christine, brought her down to his lair. Raul, the idiot, has, um, has gone on a rescue mission to find her, but he's fallen into the Phantom's trap. The Phantom has a rope around his neck. He's totally got him. Christine actually has to save him in the end by not making out with the phantom in some weird, it's very compulsory heterosexuality. Um, very gross and weird. To be fair, Christine has the emotional character development of like a piece of toast. Oh no, she's, she's <laughs> lost, really she's lost girl. She's like totally, and I know the worst thing is, is that I know how it feels to be the dyke who's so in love with some lost girl, <laughs> like some totally lost girl, which is what Christine is like. Um, but people treat her badly. Anyway, um, so Christine has basically just rescued Raoul when he was supposed to rescue her. And he, they have now, they're leaving the lair. The Phantom is freaking out. He's upset. And let's, let's just see what happens next. Let's just see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really, <laughs> he's upset. Look at his outfit, it was very close to Raul's outfit as well. The pants. Pants, the white shirt. This is a destructive, toxic masculinity. Yeah. He's upset, he needs to break things. He can't talk about it. He has to sing. Breaking the glass ceiling, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> okay, he disappears into the mirror, and surely the movie is over. Surely this movie is over. But who, who comes to rescue Christine? <laughs> and and but more importantly, what is she out? wearing? She's wearing pants! Why is she wearing pants? It's 1900s Paris. She's a ballet girl. She doesn't own pants. She, I literally think she went and robbed Raoul's wardrobe because this is like exactly what he was wearing. So like he goes after Christine in pants and a white shirt and she's like, I know. I'll go after Christine in pants and a white shirt too. And look way better. And in the, in the end, it's Meg who shows up with a mob of people with actual backup to try to rescue her love, not like Raoul who just runs into the prey and then gets totally trapped. 
and she's just too late. She's too late, and it's sad. It's really yeah, sad, actually. So sad. She'll she's find like five minutes too in late. college. Yeah. Um, but she's not allowed to go to college. <laughs> I also I have one other um, really important argument for should have been gays and fan of the opera, which is the the Il Muto opera. Yes. So they yes. do an opera where. The Phantom wants them to cast Christine as the lead and cast Carlotta, who is the diva, um, as the Played page by boy. Minnie Driver, who played, is my love. Played by Minnie Driver. Um, wants Carlotta as the page boy who does not speak, does not have any lines, does not sing, does not do anything. Um, they do not cave to the Phantom's demands. They cast Christine as the page boy, which most importantly is what was called a uh, trouser role or a breeches role in opera where it's a male part played by a woman. Um, so Christine is on stage playing the love interest of Carlotta as a woman. There's a lot of like really taboo, scandalous kissing behind fans and stuff going on. Uh, and she and Meg have matching outfits that With are like rainbow, the they're like rainbow <laughs> onesies, like rainbow dress and rainbow vest. Like, it's the gayest pairing of an opera that I think you'll ever see. And opera's pretty gay. Uh, to begin with, yeah. I mean, already. But then you have her flancing around, kissing a girl on stage in a rainbow vest. Yeah. It's a lot of, like, this. <laughs> also in pants. Yes, also in pants. They were putting a lot of women in pants in this movie. Very scandalous. Super scandalous, yeah. Is it, it's time. I get too excited about this. It's time oh, for the sorry, I have one more. Raul has a ponytail anyways. Okay, now I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for a ship name duel. All right, who wants to start? Do you have, do you have ship, ship name names? suggestions? I, okay, I'm not good at this, but is there anything other than Meg Steen? Ooh, Meg Steen. I was thinking Craig. Craig. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's good, that's so ugly. I, I lost the S and I did Meg Teen. Um, I also have, if we do a last name pairing, I think we can do Diary. <laughs> that sounds so bad. No. Just, just give it a chance, so you guys. Good. Diary. That is not good. No. Okay. okay, my last one is if, okay, sometimes for those of you who are not super into like, like women fandom ship name things, um, sometimes you do like their jobs or their descriptive things. I'm thinking like a, a la Supercorp and stuff like that. Okay, so I also went, cause obviously we have our soprano, Christine, um, and they do describe Meg a couple times as like that blonde angel over there. So I also went with Soprangel. Oh, okay. Soprangel? Oh, see, that one got something. Yeah, that's Diary, good. you guys. I also, <laughs> I also have Mistine, oh. which I feel like is very like, We need two. I think we're gonna can go we Soprangel versus Mistine? Are we? I, I, Is that I a good choice? That. I accept that. Do we accept? I love Craig, but whatever. Okay, so Soprangel against whoa, whoa, Craig. Whoa. They ooed Soprangel as well. Okay. All right, all right. Okay. Here we go. But the Craig people sound angry. <laughs> Shout still count. All right, here we go. So, for Soprangel. All right. Thanks, Katie. What about Craig? Pretty sure I'm 
two for two with these ship names, so just saying. Okay, if anyone's ever listened to the podcast, you are two for a million. Come on. All right, fine. (laughs) Billy's bad at ship names. Or amazing. You'll never know. All right. Thank you so much, Jess. Thank you for having me. For putting up with us. You are amazing. Okay, so I I just want to say that was um, possibly our favorite request that we got this whole time because we are both like the biggest, anyone who doesn't know that Ellie and I actually met through music stuff, uh, we are like giant musical theater Are we? Do we really? Say you need me with you here beside you. They did not come to listen to you sing. They didn't? Instagram and Leah's wearing a phantom mask. You also just touched my boob. I don't care. (laughs) I'm sorry. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Okay, okay. We have one last guest, one last segment of Should Have Been Gay. This one is is super, super near and dear to my heart. So nostalgic. For anyone slash, like, my parents who knows this, um, we... It, this is like my favorite thing ever is Matilda. So we are going to invite up Elsa Eli Waith, who is a Brooklyn-based comedian, actor, podcaster, activist, a million other things. Come on up here, Elsa. Hi. 
tonight's BET portion of the show. Oh, uh, shit, it's Black History Month. Wait, 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 wait. To, to talk about Matilda, which is, like, one of the whitest movies ever. There's Pause. Like, there's, like, <laughs> I know. Matilda is for everyone. Uh, oh, Matilda for everyone. is all I, of us. I meant casting-wise. Okay, I'm gonna take this it's, out. It's like think. a late 90s, there's, like, one, one non-white person, basically. I know, but Lavender was the shit, and we're gonna talk She's about that. She's the best. Oh, my God, yeah, we're gonna get into it. Okay, so... Matilda, we, again, will be focusing on the 1996 hit film. Not the movie, which was my favorite, or not the movie, not, not the, the book, musical. which was my favorite. Music. I did not even know oh there God, was Matilda a book. Everywhere. Matilda was my favorite. Yeah, I don't know, I don't read. I didn't know there was a book. I don't read. Okay, so, uh, starring Mara Wilson, Danny DeVito, and Beth Davids, Starfield cast, Rhea Perlman, everyone. It was amazing. It was an amazing it was fucking great. movie. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna I knew not... this as a child it was an amazing movie. I'm gonna not forget my synopsis this time. So IMDB synopsis as follows. <clears throat> oh no, sorry, you should do this. I've, do I've taken all of them because I wrote them down. I'm so all right, sorry. Here we go. Where is it? It's down here. Okay. <laughs> IMDb synopsis. Story of a wonderful little girl who happens to be a genius slash lesbian and her wonderful teacher versus the worst parents ever and the worst school principal imaginable. Okay. That's a pretty good synopsis. Yeah, that's it. Elsa, do, do you have a gay synopsis for us? The, the gay synopsis. Uh, everyone hates this tiny gay child. <laughs> <laughs> Except Miss Honey. Who is also gay. Yeah, who's a big gay woman. Okay. Honestly, that's perfect. Okay. Well, but I've heard a different one. All right, go. Okay, my gay synopsis is Miss Honey making millennial girls gay since 1996. <laughs> Done. True. True. Okay, so let's let's start off. Do you want to start with clips, or do you want to give us a little background on your okay. history with Matilda? My, okay, yeah. My history with Matilda was this was. Uh, Matilda was one of the movies that my father sent me as a part of his I'm Not a Deadbeat Dad project. <laughs> my dad would send me movies and video games, so I had Matilda on cassette tape. Uh, and I watched it so much that I actually melted a piece of the cassette tape. Um, no, I just felt like a personal connection. For, for the younger members of our a audience. Cassette tape, a cassette tape. It's, <laughs> it's like a plastic block that you put into a thing. There's fancy magic ribbon inside. Yeah, it's a magic, and then if you, if you watch it too much, okay. you can melt the ribbon. Good, got it. It's just a thing that happens. Pre-Netflix. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I watched this movie so much, I melted the ribbon. I did not understand until I was older why I liked this movie so much. I understand now that her magic was just being gay. The magic was just gay. The magic was just gayness, and they, they didn't like this tiny gay child because she was weird, right? She didn't fit in with her family because she was gay. She didn't fit in with the rest of her school because she was gay, all right? The, the, the principal, Miss Trunchbull, she was just a self-hating gay woman. Yeah. Yes, okay. Um, also, while we're talking about her magic being gay, did we not just say there's nothing gayer than being like, I'm a witch? Yeah. <laughs> And she used her magic for the pettiest of purposes. And that's, if that's not gay, I don't know what is. You know? The very first thing I would do when I got magic would be to exact revenge on the, my enemies. Yeah. What, and rob a bank, maybe? Exactly. Rob a bank, maybe, yeah. Okay, so let's hit, we have a... Let's cue this first clip. Okay, okay. Oh, wait, okay, wait. so yeah, the, the, the first, what's the first one? Let me see. Okay, wait, yeah, okay, yeah. 
sorry. Wait, wait, wait. As time went by, let's go for Okay, look, wait, wait, pause! Wait, no, don't start it! Okay. I feel like we're in an SVU right now. Wait, no, don't start it! Zoom in! So this is... Clarify the license This plate. is how they used to leave her alone, and then how she cultivated her own style. The bow. Right, the bow. Okay, now here's the thing, Megan. Most of us gay folk didn't figure out how to dress until later on, but she figured it out early. Unfair prices. Wait. Mother took off to play bingo. Soup's on the stove. Heat it up if you Okay, this is my mom, too. <laughs> that was how she liked it. And fuck that bullshit. Because we need cuisine out this bitch, okay? And th these are definitely, I don't know Organic. for a fact, but these are definitely gluten-free. Yeah. These are definitely gluten-free. Organic, gluten-free. Organic, gluten-free. Gluten Organic, gluten-free. Oh, wait, wait, wait until she flips this pancake. Wait. That is a gay man pancake. That is a gay man pancake. It's too perfect. Okay, okay, okay. That's that's that clip. I just want, I just want to say that she figured out, she figured out how to dress, and she figured out life for herself very early, as us gays do. Okay. Also, right. I feel scene. very called out by the gays don't learn how to dress until later in life. Uh -huh, yeah, we don't. No, it's cool. No one will ever see pictures of me in middle school. <laughs> oh, you God. can't see pictures of me from five years ago. No. <laughs> don't, don't even. I, fig I figured this out last week, and it's just keep the hoodie on. Some of us, <laughs> Some of us find blazers later in life, okay? It looks greatly. Good choice on the blazer. Oh, you look nice. Yeah. And the shoes. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And her tiny okay. little feet. My tiny little feet. I know. Very tiny feet. All right. Elsa called out my tiny okay. shoes backstage. All right, I want to. Okay. This is a very father. important scene, okay? Because at this scene right here, Matilda does not yet have powers. Listen, you little wiseacre. I'm smart, you're dumb. I'm big, you're little. I'm right, you're wrong. This is also There's my mother. And bow! Innovation, okay? And the petty is happening now before there's even magic. I also picked longer clips just because I really love this movie. <laughs> it's actually the rest of the evening. We're just watching Matilda. Matilda viewing party. Here we are. It's a less essential viewing party. Now let me in. Here's your hat, Daddy. Get in the car. Oh, yes. How much? It's for me to know and you to find out. You can skip ahead. Alright. Can't. <laughs> I can't get it off. I can't get it off. I can't get it off. I like when you just laugh in the mic. That's the commentary. <laughs> you guys, you guys, this is the gayest and pettiest thing ever. You're such a baby. Stop it. Five is a fuse to the head. Five is a fuse. Wait. Wait for it.
was before the magic even showed up, you guys. Before the superpowers even showed up. She just had that shit in her heart. <laughs> okay, uh, now this is, uh, this is a, this, I don't know if you guys know this, but this scene traumatized me as a child. This is exactly why I don't even fuck with chocolate cake, okay? I don't even know. I don't want chocolate frosting, I don't want chocolate cake. This traumatized me. But what this scene is, is this is, this is Trunchbull working out her hatred of men on this fat little child here. And it's abusive. It's abusive, but it's, but it, I also understand where she is coming from, okay? I, I also still understand where Trunchbull is coming from. Um, and this really upset me as a child, you guys. Like, I don't know, I had nightmares about this scene. There is, there is blood and sweat in this cake, which is also some weird petty shit. So a really radical lesbian would do. This is, it's like, it's like that whole like painting with your period blood stuff, you know, like fucking weird, okay? But like, okay, whatever, but. So are you saying that Matilda is a gay more in line of like a Trunchbull gay? Cause Miss Honey is as sweet as they come. Um, okay, no. Here's the thing, and we'll talk about Trunchbull's this. Trunchbull's petty. No, no, Trunchbull is fucked, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Trunchbull is fucked, but I also understand this. I also understand this scene. I would not do this, but I would live vicariously <laughs> through it, yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can see me doing this to some men I hate. Okay. Cue the Brucey. Thank you. Eat it! Trunchbull? Also, she, also in, the, in the Olympics, she did shot put, javelin throw, and, and, the, and the hammer throw. Oh, yeah. Gayest things ever. Gay, oh, gayest ever. Trunchbull is 100% like a stone butch. She, now, oh, she yeah. had a like, husband. Not even a question. She had a husband who died. That was her beard, and she killed him. I just, I know it, okay? I know. And the cake looks good. It does. And then you find out it's made from blood. This is traumatizing me right now. Yeah, like, again. we can stop it. Actually, yeah. we, we can. Again. We, I just wanted you to know that this was weird. This was this was terrifying as a child. It was weird, and then and then Cookie comes out and brings out the rest of the cake, and that woman is full of scabs. <laughs> anyway. This but next Matilda's one is with Miss Honey, which I feel like, let's just talk about yeah, Miss Honey. I just want to talk about Miss Honey for a second. Let's veer away from Scary Trunchbull. Can I tell you that Miss Honey um, opened up all sorts of uh, things for me. Every white woman that I've uh, fell oh. in love with is some variation yeah. of Miss Honey. <laughs> Every white woman that I've loved is a variation of Miss Honey. Dude. I, at the time, I had a teacher um, who was just a, a slightly paler version of Miss Honey, and I stayed after school. I did extra work. I was in fourth grade. There was no extra work for me to do. Also, can we just talk? Do we have a picture? Do we have the? the Her name picture? was Miss Honey. Okay, so does it come up in this clip? So we're gonna keep an eye out for um, the scene that I think led to many, many gay awakenings for a lot of queer little girls around the late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, watch out for the glasses. Yeah. The glasses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still see you out there. Yeah. All right, let's hit it. Honey was one of those- She's braiding hair! Who appreciates every single child 
for who she or he is. I scooped these up for you, Miss Honey. Oh, how lovely. She scooped those up after she got thrown into the garden okay, by her pigtails. She still thought of Miss Honey. This is Matilda Wormwood. I'd like you to sit over here with Lavender. Now, you all remember how scary your first Lavender. Of school was. So I'd that like is the gayest chosen nice name ever. Make it feel welcome, all right? Could you get her workbook for her, please? Yes, Miss Honey. You can sit down. Miss Honey was a wonderful teacher mm -hmm. and a friend to everyone. Sure was. But her life was not as simple and beautiful as it seemed. Miss Honey had a deep, dark secret. She was gay. <laughs> she did not let it interfere with her teaching. Well, Matilda, you've come on a very good day because we're going to review everything that we've learned so far. What? Why are the captions now, in comic sense? No, it's you understand any of this. Because you're brand new. But if you do know an answer, just... Who sent us this clip? Okay? Alright, we've been working on our two times tables. Would anyone like to demonstrate? <gasps> okay. Of course Let's everyone wants to answer questions for Miss Honey. <laughs> two times four is? Eight. Two times six is? Twelve. Two times nine is? Eighteen. Excellent, you've been practicing. Pretty soon you'll be able to do any multiplication, whether it's two times seven, Fourteen. Very good. Or thirteen times three hundred and seventy-nine. Four thousand nine hundred. Also, every gay who's in the talented gifted program right now is like. Women in STEM. The glasses are coming. Matilda, but it's so not. <laughs> like the glasses. No, you know we it's not know about the math. You know it's not about the math. Matilda, you know how to multiply big numbers. You know to buy big numbers. You like to read? Yes. They're having a moment. Do you see this moment they're having? Matilda sees her future. Miss Honey sees her past. They are meeting in the middle. So could I. Okay, all right. That's a, okay, okay. Okay, 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 okay. Was that the last clip? Okay, yeah, the, the, the pictures though I sent you. Okay, so now here's the thing. I don't like to say uh, children are gay, but we know. <laughs> and I also don't like to say children are hot, but every now and then. Uh, we know that they grew up to this! What is it? Also, Lavender's gay now. Next one. Uh, Miss Honey. What the fuck, Miss Honey? Black don't crack and gay doesn't fray. I don't know. Uh, So happy. happy. Yes! Yeah, so a gay icon to end all gay icons. That's we stand a gay icon, Marvel. We stand a gay icon!
icon. The main characters of this movie were gay the entire time. And I knew this as a child. I knew it. I I can say that because I was a kid back then and I felt the thing. And then we all grew up to be gay as fuck. So I knew it. I knew knew that movie was doing something to me. I also have two important quotes from this movie that I need to call out, okay? The first one is, there's a beautiful scene where Miss Honey is trying to explain to Matilda that it's okay that her family sucks. And it's okay to be gay. Yes. Uh, and so this is, this is what she tells her. She says, you were born into a family that doesn't always appreciate you, but one day things are going to be very different, which I would like to retroactively call her hashtag it gets better. That's, that's, a, that's a it gets better. It's that's it gets better, okay? Yeah, that's you're like gonna, your family you're gonna find doesn't your chosen get family. you. Yes, uh, Chosen Family, absolutely. This is So at the end, she adopts her. Yeah, right? this, this whole movie is about Chosen Family, fam. This, yes. this is a Chosen Family movie. This is Found Family, and I love it. The other, the very first line in this movie is, uh, everybody is born, but not everyone is born the same. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was, like, very touching. I actually uh, really encourage everybody to go back and watch Matilda. I watched it twice in preparation for this. But that's literally... <laughs> baby, we were born this way. Like, come on, that's this movie in a nutshell. That's the crying moment of this episode. Honestly, the magic can be a stand-in for whatever thing you want it to be. In this case, it's gayness. <laughs> But it's all about being who you want to be and then also exact revenge upon your enemies. <laughs> Using your gay magic. Using your gay yeah. magic. Okay, we, also, we're gonna we do, wait, we don't really have a ship for we're this We're not going to do ships for this. But I have one, I have one, uh, I'd like to toss into the ring. Okay. Okay, which is, because I, I do have very strong feelings about the Trunchbull being a stone butch. Uh, at, at me, bitches, if you disagree. Uh, <laughs> totally. No, no one does. Uh, so I would like to officially ship the trunch bowl with the uh, shop put. And I would like to ship put? name. <laughs> trunch Wait, put? What about the, what about the like, There's lunch so many lady. good options. I feel like trunch bowl and the lunch that. lady have like some secret. Oh, and cookie? Yeah. Cookie, yeah. yeah. Trunch bowl and cookie are definitely doing weird shit. Okay, yeah. so do we, Over the so food. do we vote? So we do uh, have a turkey, ship. No. Or yeah. do we vote shop bowl? Uh, trunchy? Trunchy. Trunchy. Okay. Cook bowl. Cook bowl. Yes, okay. Trunchy. So, I think, but shop bowl. You want shop bowl or cook bowl? Okay. Shop bowl We're going to do a poll before we even get to the first ones. Shop bowl. No one. Yeah. Cook bowl. <laughs> No one. The cook bowl. <laughs> Trunchy. 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 It's, it's a given. It's Trunchy. It's Trunchy. It's got to be Trunchy. I'll give it to you. I didn't, we, didn't, we didn't run the clip long enough for you to see Cookie, but that woman is full of psoriasis. She's a looker. <laughs> Psoriasis. She, uh, she is alopecia. I have no clue. And love for trunch for the trunch. Yeah. Uh, she's yeah. flaky and she touches food. Uh, it's, yeah. it's bad. It's her blood and sweat in that fucking cake. Yeah. And that's how we're gonna wrap up this section. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, Matilda is the fucking best. I love Matilda. That little gay. So I think that's. Uh, Takeaway here. This is what, how we like to end. Uh, usually at one one topic, but I think 
because we had so many, uh, this is what we would just like to say about oh, Matilda. Oh, it was should have been gay you guys oh yeah should so have been gay. gay all right this is another audience participation portion which i'm really excited about one of you is gonna come on stage with us <laughs> all right so if you have been listening to the podcast following us on social media you know that we said if you bought your tickets early you would be entered to come up and do one of our favorite segments our q and gay We have our winner. Hopefully, they are here. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Hopefully, they are here. Uh, Cat Pactong. Is Cat Pactong here? Is Kat yes. Here? Come on up, Cat. Very happy that you're here. My heart is beating. Okay. So for anyone who has not listened to the podcast before, we do Q and A questions. They're, they're totally harmless. Sometimes they're a little bit of an attack. It's okay. Uh, in this case, we have two questions related to each segment. Uh, and what we will do is put these up when this episode airs on our podcast. Uh, we will put these up on our Twitter as well so that you can all vote. It's not just Kat, okay? Everyone can vote on the questions. So, <clears throat> Kat, are you ready? <sighs> I better be. Okay. Some Q&A. Question one. Uh, what is your favorite Olivia Benson hairdo? Out of the following four options, okay? We have the original late 90s half pony. We have the pixie. We have the Owen Wilson shag. <laughs> you all know it. <laughs> you all know what I'm talking yeah. about. Uh, or we have the center part. I'm a pony girl. Pony girl, good choice, good choice. All about the 90s. All right, number two. Who was the best ADA? Alex Cabot, Casey Novak, Serena Sutherland, or Abby Carmichael? Casey Novak. Good choice as well. Ooh, and we got some Casey fans after in here. everything we just said about Alex. I know. <laughs> spot. Okay, question three. What is the gayest Phantom song out of The Phantom of the Opera, uh, Prima Donna, or Masquerade? <laughs> oh, now I'm really on the spot. <laughs> it's gotta be Masquerade. A strong case could be made for Prima Donna, I think. I like Masquerade. She's pretty gay. Alright, this is a this is a rough one. I'm sure a lot of you feel this. Have you ever fallen for your best friend? Yeah. Which one? Yes or no? Well, there you go! A true gay. Thank you, Kat. <laughs> Okay, question five. Uh, what was the best slash pettiest Matilda prank? Uh, bleaching her dad's hair, gluing the hat to his head, the newt in the water, or the entire chalkboard revenge sequence? It's hard. I gotta go with bleaching the hair. Secret option needs all of them. She's a petty bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Sometimes it. it's simple, you know. <laughs> we're really, we're really, we're really coming for you right now, Kat. It's blue in the hat. You ripped off skin. <laughs> <laughs> but, but petty is subtle for me. You know? Yeah. I know. All right, here we go. This is the last one. Have you ever had a crush on a teacher? Yes or no? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. That's why I went to audio school. <laughs> All right, we're gonna have to elaborate on that. What? Oh, well, 
meet me later for a drink and I'll tell you <laughs> all about it. Amazing. Thank you so much, Kat, Thank you, Kat. for being the best sport and coming up here. find those on our Twitter at Let's Hang Out Pod. Uh, but I would like to say meet all of us later for a drink because we're going to be hanging out here at the Bell House. You won't even have to move. We also want to say thank you so much to the Bell House, to Ari doing all our sound, to Carolyn, to Jess, and to Elsa. Thank you so much, everyone. Can all of our guests actually come back on stage? Yes, come back on Can we get a picture? Will somebody take a picture of all of us? Would you mind? Uh, and thank you to all of you for coming to our first live show. This is amazing. Yes, thank you. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Let's Hangout Pod. You can send us an email at lesshangoutpod at gmail.com. Or you can check out our website at lesshangoutpod.com. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast in whatever podcast app you use. That way you will get new episodes as soon as they drop. We're also posting every other Thursday on our YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash lesshangoutpod. If you want to help support the podcast, there's a couple different ways that you can do that. One of them is super easy, super free. Rate and review us on iTunes. It helps new people find the podcast, and also we love reading them. And if you want to help support us financially, we would love for you to become a patron at our Patreon. Our newest perk is that you get ad-free episodes. I know everyone loves our deodorant commercial. Seriously, like <laughs> seven of my friends have texted me saying how much they love hearing me talk about deodorant. I don't know why. And also, I love our deodorant, so there you go. So there you go. Shameless plug. But if you join our Patreon, you never have to hear me talk about deodorant ever again at <laughs> bit.ly slash Patreon. <laughs> or you can buy some of our swag. If you want to get some merch, go check out our public store at bit.ly slash lesshop. We have our screwhole shirts. We have our homonormative shirts. We got all sorts of good stuff. You can get it there. You can also donate to our Trevor Project page at bit.ly slash lestrevor. And as always, we want to say a huge, huge thank you to our Lesbian Jesus patrons, Amy and Ellen, Kayla Kelly, Lizette Stye, Tanya Ferguson, Jess Klaus, Danny Griswold, Michelle Ray Thomas, and Mark Foster. Thank you so much. This podcast honestly depends so much on our patrons, you guys, and everyone else that's on our Patreon family. So thank you, thank you, thank you for all of your support. If you want to follow us individually, the best place to find me is on Twitter and Instagram at LSH Foster. And the best place to find me is on Instagram and Twitter at Ellie Brigida. And with that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again soon. soon. Let's hang out. out.